He knows, he all, knows about all about us. us. I love when we were saying, saying a little earlier how God how knows, God our, knows story. our story. And, and, and most and of us want to present the glory, but what I love is he knows the glory. He knows the glory, and he still loves us. And he still knows our name, and he doesn't, he doesn't forget, forget about us. And all the goriness of our lives, that we don't even like to remember. And we've and never, we've even, never told even told everybody, everybody about, everything about everything that's went on in our lives. But he but knows. He knows. And yet he and loves, yet he loves us. us. He knows, he our, knows name. our name. And yet he'll, and yet walk, he'll with walk with us. us. And yet he'll, and yet talk, he'll with talk with us. us. I love I that. Love he doesn't, that. He doesn't ignore, ignore us. us. But he'll but walk with us. And he'll keep talking to us. And he'll keep wooing us back to him. No matter how far away we get from him, he's constantly chasing after us. This morning I was thinking about that when they sing that song that his goodness and mercy is running after us. It's running after us. And I thought, why does goodness and mercy have to run after us? Because like because sheep, like sheep, sheep, sheep run. run, they run, they away. run away. And you know and what? You know the, what? The, the shepherds would just say, fall off a cliff. But it says he's running, goodness and mercy. It's running after us because he pursues us because he loves us just that much. And this morning, all that just makes me, we've had a great time in worship, right? This time has been so sweet, so elevated in God. And when I look when around, I look around and I do see, I see, I see Amanda back, and I see Lafaro, Lafaro in, in a hospital where they're thinking he's having a heart attack, and he's standing in church this morning. I'm just like, Lord, thank you, Jesus. He's running after us. His goodness is running after us. No matter how far away we get, you guys. His goodness, his goodness mercy is running after us. And this morning, we come in the house of the Lord to lift up his name. We come in the house to praise his name. We come in the house to give thanksgiving for his goodness toward us, that he never forgets about us, that his love is unfailing, it's everlasting, it's always. And that's why we have the joy of Jesus in our heart. So as we go before the Lord right now in prayer, we're going in thanksgiving. God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank, we, thank you for being for being you. we thank you for being you. We thank you that you are God. We thank you that you are our Father. We thank you that you are our Savior. We thank you that you are our Deliverer. We thank you that you are our friend. Who are we that you should call us friends? Oh God, when we walk away so many times, but God, God, you still call us friends. And you still chase the answers, oh God. And so, God, and so we're God, so we're thankful so this morning, this morning that, that we, in your presence, we are standing still to worship you. We're saying, Lord, you don't have to chase us this morning, oh God. Because God, God, we worship you. We love you. We adore you. We came to magnify you, God, because you are so good, God. We're so glad that you're in our life. And God, we don't want anything else, God. We've already tried everything else, God. And we know that we know that we know that there's nothing or no one that's better than you, oh God. So God, so we're so, so glad for that assurance that we have in our spirit, that we found the best thing that could ever happen to us, oh God. The joy of the Lord is our strength this morning. And so God, we give you glory and honor. God, we pray for those that do not know you. 
We pray for those that are wounded in their spirits this morning, sad in their spirits, oh God. And we pray that the joy of the Lord, God, will transcend past our lips, oh God. Transcend into their spirits, oh God, this morning, the joy, God. That they would want to know the King of kings and the Lord of lords that we know, God. That they would want to know the strong deliverer. That there's nobody like you, nobody like you in all the earth. And God, we pray this morning they would be by your goodness, by your love, and by your mercy. Someone would come running and say, what must I do to be saved on this very day? Someone would want to give their life to you on this very day. Someone would want you and say, Lord, I need you, Lord, I need you on this very day. God, we thank you that we had that cry. And God, you met our cry. That you came to our desperate need. So God, we thank you and glorify you. Have your way in this place today. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank, Thank you to our worship team this morning. Amazing time in the Lord. Thank you to our worship team. And thank you to the congregation. Because as they led, we follow. Hallelujah. That's a wonderful thing. I know the Lord found pleasure in our hearts this morning. Is there any first time guest here this morning? First time? Okay. Oh, there's oh, one. There's oh, one? Okay. Oh, okay. So glad so to glad have you here, have you this, here morning. this morning. And we're on and we're behalf on of our pastor, pastor and, our and our congregation. We just welcome, we just welcome, 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 welcome. There's some people there's some that's people gonna come shake, shake your hand. hand. And just give and you just a, give a nice, nice welcome, welcome this morning. This morning. They, might they might have already, already did, did it, but some extras are gonna come. And welcome you this morning. Amen. We're glad to have you here. We want to invite you back any Sunday morning. And I let her shake hands. Ah, there you go. There you go. Right there. Right there. Amen. Amen. You know who you know I see who in the house this morning. This morning I, want I want somebody to go give him a great, him a great big, big, not not squeeze, squeeze tight, tight, but, but hug. Hug. It's Michael. It's Michael. 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 Amen. Amen. Right there. He's in the house. Amen. We are so. Glad, glad to have him in the house this morning. A bird's in the house. I'm sorry. 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 Some people, Some people they didn't get they well, didn't get well, you know, and they didn't have strength, strength this morning. And so we just so thank we just God thank for God both of them being, being back in the house of the Lord. Thank you, God, for him just watching over us. Amen. We also have so much to be thankful for. God has kept us. We're so glad that me and Pastor went through the air. Sometimes, you know, it's like sometimes it happens so fast. I'm like, that's how we forget sometimes God's blessings because God's blessings just be so common over our lives. It's just like it's like normal such a normal thing, thing that, we that we forget that, that every plane every didn't, plane didn't stay, in stay in the sky. Come on. Come on. Uh, we were uh, talking, talking to, to uh, uh, Pastor Hurley who went, went out with went Pastor Hurley and him and his and wife was giving us this um, story about they, they just took a flight, took a flight in, the in the air to, to, to you know, for, you know, for a, just a fun trip. And when they went to take their family, they get to the air. Well, Rashawn, Pastor Rashawn, she began to have what she thought was a panic, was a panic attack. 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 And, she and she couldn't stay, couldn't on, the stay on the plane. She was like, she was like I got to get off the plane. I got to get off the plane. So they had to let her off. 
and she's and sitting, she's in, sitting the field, in the field watching, watching her, her, her husband and her children, and her children go up go in the plane. She's talking to her sister, like, pray like, for me, because I, I, I don't know why I'm having this panic attack. She's feeling bad because, because you know, she wants to go up with her family, and she goes while she's sitting there, they hear Mayday, 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 and the plane that her children and her husband is going down. Now look, now look, this plane is going, going down. But the thing but is, the thing is that is when it's that going, when down, going they, down, they they have a they, have a, uh, they, they couldn't see couldn't where they see could where land because all it was all the houses and stuff because they haven't gotten very far. far. But just, but just he began to tell the children, children everybody to pray, 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 pray. And as they're praying, they go go this past past these houses and there's a field where the plane could go down in. Okay, and then the thing that really got me was that what they found out was the weight. Of her, of her, the weight of Rashawn, that if there, that had, if there been, had been that much weight, weight still, on, still the plane, on the plane, the plane would have crashed. By Rashawn getting get off the plane, plane it gave them enough, enough to, to go down without looking at God. Look at our God. That, that, you know, that, we take these things and we go up and we get places, but we don't know that God's hand is on it. He's in it. We can find it all. God's got it. God's got it. And I thought to myself, myself, just her weight. They said her weight. She's wondering why she hasn't had to get off. But her weight would have blocked the plane down. I was like, God, you are such such an amazing God. And he deserves the glory. He deserves Thanksgiving. He deserves to stop for a moment every day and begin to think about, God, I'm so grateful. So grateful, so grateful I got, I down, got this down this street. I'm so, I'm so grateful, grateful that that slow lady, lady in front of me that, that looks like, like she's, only she's only going five miles, miles an, hour, an hour that she, that was, she in was in front of me. Because I don't know, I don't what, know what she stopped, she stopped me, from. me from. You know, I've been, been in places where I've been, been so upset about, about how, how, how slow the traffic was. But then I remember this one time really slow and then get there and the tree had just fell on that street. It just fell before I got there. And I'm thinking... That tree could have fell, fell on me. But I'm but fussing, I'm about, fussing the about the people going slow, and I want to go, go, go faster. But my God, oh my God. But my God. My God. You guys, he's, you guys, kept, he's his kept his hand, his hand upon, upon us. Before I was so, so glad to see you in the house of the Lord this morning. So very, very glad. You know, the heart attack and the stroke is no longer just a word that I hear about somebody else. Because I've had a stroke. When I hear that word, I know what that could mean. And I know and I that, know that um, what it could leave, the residue, the residue of what it could leave in our lives. But I just thank God. I thank God for, uh, for uh, you know, people you know, have looked and said over me, you know, you know, when you have a stroke, it's like a, it's like you have a stroke, and they had a stroke, and they said a heart attack was through my mind. But when they said when you have that, you can have lots of strokes afterwards, like an earthquake that has lots of tremors. And so, you know, I was no, I was thinking about, about that. I was like, thank you, Lord. And then I was over there talking to Jackie. And Jackie was telling me about her brother. He had a stroke. And then he had five strokes after that. And I thought, oh, my God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And you know what? And he's had five strokes in his life. And so even in that, we know that our God can keep us through the most devastating things, the most bad news of our, of our life, life right? He's the He's good the news good of our life. So I just thank him this morning. I thank him for everyone, for every you guys. guys. I thank you, although I just had the best time with my sister. 
I love Tanner and her. And we had a great time talking about mom and dad just, just as we were as sitting, we were there, sitting talking, there talking, I was like, I was like God, we're, God, so, we're blessed so blessed that the that memories, the memories are, are, good. are good. And the memories, and the memories are, full, are of full of love. And the memories, and the memories are full, are full of, 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 of the, strength the strength that they left, that they us, left in us in God. That's what That's I was, what so, I was you know, so, you know, we began to talk. I was like, we're so blessed because we didn't have to have that. But let me tell you something. I miss y'all. I miss y'all. I was like, oh, my God. I miss them. I wish they would sit at the table with me right now. I miss every last one of you guys. I love you guys. And what I love about that is that God is you guys are family. I love the family of God. I love the family of God and that I'm a part of the family of God and that we belong to one another. And so I just thank God for that. Right now we're getting ready for the word of God. so thankful that we have the word of God. We're so thankful that in this day and time we are still able to go to the word of God. And you guys, we have such a banquet of food. In this, in this, 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 this timing, timing of, life, of life, you know, you know I, just think I just think there's food, there's food everywhere, everywhere for, the for the Lord that we that don't, we have, don't to have to be hungry. Be hungry. You know, we don't, you know, have, we to don't have to be hungry. We can eat, we can eat, 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 eat. Just, you know, just, we don't, you know, have, we to don't have, have to have a one-time, a one-time meal, meal of Thanksgiving turkey dressing and all that stuff. It's there every day. If we were, if but, we were but, but just, just don't get so, get so you know bored, you know, bored with it, or so you know normal, normal that you forget that that, that food is give us give life. life. It gives us it gives strength. strength. It gives us it gives to keep, us on, to keep going, on going, kind of, kind of keep on keep going on that, going we, that need, we need. All right. All right. And so, and so as we get ready for the food, let's not. Okay, it's another Sunday. It's another word. It's a turkey leg. No. No. God doesn't God give doesn't us give leftovers. Us if we look at it like that, that God gives us brand new mercies. mercies. And His word, and his word the, Lord the Lord is my shepherd. shepherd. It's, new. it's new every Sunday. Every Sunday. You can preach, you can it, every preach it every Sunday, and God can and bring, God out, can a bring out a new point. point. That's something That's about, something his, about word his word is new every time. Every time. So open so your open ears to the newness. Okay. Don't let your heart get to that. It's the same thing. Open your word to newness. And let's and let let's God, God just bless, bless our hearts, hearts this morning, this morning with, the, with word the word of God. We just want to greet our apostle with us. Thank you, Jesus, for the man of God. Hallelujah. Well, praise well, the Lord. The Lord. God is so good. Praise and get right in. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you right now, God, for your word. Lord, for your goodness, for your grace. Lord, for allowing us to rise up this morning and yet have a mind to, to make it out to the house of prayer. Lord, we ask you to speak to our hearts this morning, God. As your word comes forth, Lord, let our spirit hear what you're saying unto the church, Lord. Let us not assign it to others, God, but let us be attentive for ourselves. Lord, that we may grab hold and walk by it according to your purpose, your timing. Lord, because you know what it is that we need this day. Lord, and we just give you preeminence, Lord. Move me out of the way. Lord, you speak that that you have, God. Lord, because we know, and I know, that I can't do it without you. So we thank you and we praise you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Be seated. Amen. You know, so I was in the office and I'm worshiping along with you and we were singing that song, You Know My Name. I'm like, you know, just hearing that, You Know My Name. 
Amen. And I begin to think, when he says, you know, I believe when the Lord, when it says he knows my name, that means he knows more than just my name. He knows all about me. He knows my uprising and my down settings. He knows all my issues and my struggles. Amen. He knows, amen, the future and the purpose that he has planned for. He knows everything about you, just not your name. Amen. See, because if anyone in here is like me, we have sometimes have a hard time remembering names. Is that right? <laughs> I guess I'm not the only one in here. Amen. But see, he, he don't have a hard time remembering your name and everything you, everything about you. What you did last night, where you was last week, amen, with your thoughts. Amen. He said, the Bible says he's a, he's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of our heart. He knows what you're thinking when you don't think. No one knows what you're thinking. He knows what you're thinking and what your intention is behind it. He knows you. That might make some of us a little uncomfortable. I'm, I'm glad he know me, and I'm glad I know he know me. Because that helps keep me in check, too. Isn't that right? You ever, you ever check yourself because people know what you're up to? All right, no. You know, you know that. Uh-uh. They are, they're already ahead of me. But remember that about God. But it's always good to be back in the house of the Lord, amen. Even though I was thinking, you know, like Pastor Linda was saying, you know, just to travel over the airways to go to and fro and make it back home safely, we don't take it for granted, I'm going to tell you. You know, because so many things take place in this, in this world. And, you know, we have no power over any of it when it really comes down to it. You know, the best laid plans of man can go awry in a moment. You know, so just giving God the praise for being able to, you know, go and spend that time with her. And I pray that everyone had a blessed Thanksgiving day and celebration with your family and your loved ones. And hope you didn't eat too much. Amen. But you know, when you stop and think about it, we are blessed to be in a nation where we have so many liberties and freedoms, amen, to be able to stop and pause and celebrate and do these things, amen, even with all the stuff that's going on. How many of us know the U.S. is not a perfect nation? Just watch the news. I don't care what station you watch. Amen. You know, we are not, I mean, but in spite of all of that, all the issues and the, the things that are going on in this nation and all the, even the skeletons that are still in the closet yet to be revealed. Amen. And a lot, I mean, just when you begin to really look back at the history of the nation and all those things, you realize this nation has some problems. Amen. We are not perfect. Amen. But, you know, in spite of that, in spite of all of that, there's people in almost every nation around the world striving, even flocking to get to the U.S. Amen? No matter how bad we see it, you know, they see it as a land of opportunity. Amen. Amen. And freedoms and liberties, amen. And, you know, things that they cannot get where they are, no matter where they, people may be traveling from, they, they see it. So it's undeniable that people are attracted, amen, to those opportunities and the freedom that we take oftentimes for what? For granted. Amen. And so, so we, we walk around, amen, not even, not even thinking about what we have inherited from our forefathers and our ancestors and the things that, you know, got us to the point that we where we are today. You know, so we look at all these things going on, and I'm talking about people traveling thousands of miles, sometimes by foot. 
Amen. Amen. And, and, and arriving, uh, you know, leaving everything behind and traveling with little or nothing, you know, and, you know, putting their life on the line, you know, just to get here. Amen. And many and most of us were born here. And we don't even look at it in the same way. Amen. Amen. When people want to get to the U.S., amen, amen. to get to their desired destination, they're really to, ready to, you know, go through conditions that most of us wouldn't even dream of going through. You know, but, and, I, and I say all that to say, you know, because, you know, we need to begin to appreciate more what we have, you know, but yet not just on the natural side, but on the spiritual side. Hey man, many nations can't even worship like we can worship with liberty and with the freedom, amen, that, that we have you know, to come and to go. So many want to come and get here, but there's always a process. So just one, I'm going to speak to you from the topic, no open borders. No open borders. Now, I know for a lot of you, when you hear that, the first thing probably comes to your mind is the situation on our southern border. Amen. Where, you know, we got immigrants from all, many, many nations, not just Mexico, you know, but many nations that are just flooding in across the border. You know, but we're going to get to that in a, in a minute. Amen. But it's just an example. You know, of people wanting to get to the U.S. and the, the steps and the measures that, you know, they're willing to take. We've heard the news reports about people dying trying to get here, drowning in the, in the river, trying to get across, or, you know, different situations where they've lost their lives. You know, on that border, it, it spans California and Arizona and New Mexico and Texas and all those literally border states. And people are coming in all over across the border. The border's wide open, wide open so you say no open border. That border's wide open. All right? Well, let's take a look and see how that pertains to our word today. Amen. Because I want to take a bigger look at the a bigger picture than just the, our southern border. You know, because even as I was looking at it, I seen that, you know, that, that border's approximately 1,950 miles long across those states. And, and the thing that, thing that surprised me, you know, as I was researching and looking at even that border, is that the U.S.-Mexican border, you know, at one point, and it probably is what I know it is now, you know, is the busiest border between countries anywhere in the world. More crossings going back and forth between America and Mexico. And people are trying, and most of it is coming in, not going out. You know, so people want to get here. But, you know, as I looked at that and I've been watching this and, and thinking about it, you know, and I, you know, I often look at different things. If I go through past a, a football arena and it's full and I see them, I say, man, you can imagine if that many people were flocking to get to church on Sunday. I think, you know, on any given day during the um, football season, I think the NFL got the churches beat. Amen. Amen. People, now, pay, people big pay big money to get there and you know, watch the teams play. play. I mean, now, so when I see crowds gathering, I'm always thinking, just imagine if that many people were trying to get to church. You know, when you go to the mall, I wonder if all these people came to church. You know, I, I, you know, I, maybe that's just the way I think, you know. So when I'm looking at the reports, man, and I'm seeing all these people coming across the board, I'm thinking, wow, could you just imagine? 
if people were flooding into the church on a daily basis, you know, try, you know, try, not, not just the church, but just trying to get into, into the kingdom of God, of God. Uh, you know, uh, you know with, with, that with that kind of determination, determination you know, and willingness, willingness to, to, leave to leave everything behind, behind you know, to, you know, to, to, cut, to ties, cut ties, amen, and to, because, because they desire something better. better. If, more, more, if people just flooded to the church, could you imagine how full the churches would be today? And not only how full. But how, but how much influence the church would be able to actually walk in today? I mean, if, the, if that many people had a desire to get into the kingdom of God, as, as people have a desire to get into the United States of America, the churches would be overflowing. Amen. And we can do so, so much more for the nation and the world if people had that kind of desire. Amen. But we think, you know, every nation... Or what we, what we call civilized nations around, around the world, world has borders, boundaries, boundaries their territory. Amen. amen. And with those, with those territories, territories and, and, you know, those borders, borders amen, it, it defines their area, which they claim, amen, amen is theirs. And, and, and it establishes this, this is the region. This is the space that we are sovereign in. And we, can, we make our own rules and laws and constitutions. And, you know, you have charters, whatever they want to call it. We determine how you're going to live in this nation. You know right? I mean, we, I mean, we here in the U.S., I mean, we got the Constitution, amen, we got the Bill of Rights, we got all those things, amen, and then you get on down to local laws and civic laws and, you know, all the codes, I mean, down to how you build something. They're going to tell you how we do it here. And what do we do? We follow. We have to follow it, right? Or we end up paying the penalty, you know, for not following the rules or the laws, even speed limits. I know I ain't got no one in here that goes over the speed limit, right? Put one of them little things on your car. We'll, we'll find out, right? You know, but you know, but even that, you know, we know we're governed by how to function and how, no matter where we are, Amen. And, and, and we've accepted that, and for the most part, you know, we're not we're not breaking the big rules, right? We're not robbing too many banks every week. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, but, you know I hope, you know, but we, 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 we have our, our mindset and we accept this is how you operate. And this is what we got to do in order to do this, that or the other. We always got to stop and find out what's the rules within these borders in order to function. And borders are, 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 are important for a lot of different reasons. When we stop and think about, you know, it's just not. To prevent, to prevent illegal, illegal aliens, aliens to, to, you know, or, you know, or as we should say, undocumented people, people from coming across the border. Amen. But, Amen. The, but the border is there for national security. Amen. 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 It's to, 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 you know, screen who's coming in and out. And moreover, who's coming in. You know, it's not just about terrorism. I mean, we, we deal with all manner of things coming across the border. You know, the CB, you know, they, they, they deal with not just those things. We got immigration. You know, there's, there's many ways that you got to deal with. You got to deal with, you know, smugglers. I mean, you got to deal with human trafficking. 
<laughs> you know, you gotta deal with, you know, screen find certain financial transactions to make sure and money laundering, all these things that go across the border, and uh, you know, they got their hand in it because you know it's it's making sure that you know we're not allowing terrorists, every any and everybody, come into the nation. So the border is there to for our protection, but yet and still there is a right way to come in. I'm not being political just more. I'm just talking about the border. Borders. Borders. Because no matter, matter, you know, most countries you have to meet certain criteria, criteria, benchmarks. Some countries that even if we decide we want to go, we got to do what? We got to get a visa. Americans are so privileged. Most countries we go, we don't even need a visa because you're an American. Right, but people come here, they got to get a visa. Either to work, to visit. To go to, to go to school, I mean, all these different types of visas. But see, we, we can travel freely oftentimes, and I ain't got to worry about no paperwork because you're American. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And again, the privileges that we, you know, we have and we can travel and we can go. You know, so I look at how man has dealt with all these things, amen, because like I said, there's so many things they got to deal with. Even as, I Even as I we got back to the airport, to the airport you, know, you know, yesterday afternoon, and I'm going down the escalator, and I look, and there's this big display cabinet, you know, with all these tusks in it, you know, elephant tusks, you know, and I'm like, but they were all replicas. But even as I was looking, and I said, man, that that's wrong. I don't know if y'all know, I feel like I know, but to kill an elephant just to take his tusk is crazy. It's inhumane. You know, but they had a sign right on it, letting you know these are not their replicas, and you know they talk about the endangered species and all. I said, okay, all right, don't give nobody no ideas. But all these things, I mean, can you imagine the things that they 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 catch coming through, being shipped in to and out of the U.S. All kind of animals and animal paraphernalia and all these things. They got a big job. But most of our border patrol are now doing what? I heard a report a couple of weeks ago said 70% of the Border Patrol are doing administrative work processing people. Not protecting the border, but processing. They got wrapped up in all those things because there's so many people want to get here. And let me say this on the onset. I'm not hating on the ones that want to get here. Believe me. Because I realize they want a better life, just like you and me. Amen. not hating on them at all. Man, so let's not get that in there. But I'm just thinking about the, the criteria that it takes. And as I look at all of these things and the situation there, then my mind is the way my mind works. Again, I begin to think, how would that work when it comes to the kingdom of God? You know, because they got, you know, all the people that they're shipping all over the nation. Now, just a perfect example of what was going through my mind. But I'm looking at all those that's coming, and then you got the gotaways. You know, y'all know what a gotaway is, right? You know, that's the ones that got in, and they, they bypassed the Border Patrol, and they got in without anybody detecting them or catching them or seeing them or docu- writing them down who they were. You know, so they got away into the nation undetected, uncut, undocumented. You know, and, you know, and I'm thinking about, about these parallels. When I begin to wonder how many Godaways we got in the kingdom of God. You know, because the kingdom of God does have parameters. It does have borders. It does have limitations and all those things. And sometimes we, we, we don't want to stop and think about the reality of that. You know, because it should be, you know, Jesus said, what? Whosoever will, let him work. 
Let him come. Amen. Amen. But even, but even with that statement, there's a way, there's a way to, come. to come. Right? Right? This is not because it, it should be easy, amen, amen to, get to get into the kingdom of God. Amen. amen. And, and it should be open to everybody to come into the kingdom. And it is easy, relatively easy to get into the kingdom. And it is open to whosoever will. But there's still some requirements to get in to the kingdom of God. That's why I said even the kingdom of God has no open borders. Even though you can sneak into many other countries. And be a Godaway. Amen. Amen. And you can go and, you know, you can live your life and do all these things. There ain't going to be no sneaking into this kingdom. There ain't going to be no 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 Godaways. Because when they when they get in, you know, what the scriptures say, you know, that, you know, you got to come in at the door. Because if, because if you come in through any other way, any other way. what's it called? What's call you? Come on, Bible scholars. A thief, a thief and a rustle. So if you get in any other kind of way, and, 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 and I'm, I'm going to say this because it's necessary. There's a lot of folks in church that ain't in the kingdom. And they think they got away. Got away with it. Got away with having to line up with the expectations, the criteria. Of the kingdom. Help us, Lord. I can go down a whole list or a litany of, of, of those, but I, I want us to think about, you know, the point of how you get into this kingdom because I'm glad to be in the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Just like I'm glad to be in the U.S. To keep it real. You know, I'm glad to be in the kingdom of God and be able to have the privileges and the hopes and the expectations and the peace and all those things that come with knowing that I'm in God's kingdom. Amen. And I can call on him and I can trust in him and I can see his hand operating and moving in my life. Amen. And realize that it's not just me. Amen. It's not my goodness or any of those things. Amen. It's all about the goodness and the grace of God. Amen. Amen. So we have to stop and think, okay, what are the requirements that it takes to get into this kingdom? Because it has, everybody say it with me, no open borders. To really, truly get into the kingdom, there's some things that we need to check, amen, to make sure that we're on point. Amen. And as we do that, amen, then we can know. Let's look over here at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning in Genesis. Genesis 3, 22, rather. 322. You know, and this is right after Adam and Eve. They was they was not only in the kingdom, they were communing with God Himself in the Garden of Eden. Couldn't have got in a better place, a better relationship than that that they had. And it says, And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has come become as one of us because they had taken of the forbidden fruit. They had gone against God's word and his criteria. And it said, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Let's stop there for a minute. Now, Adam and Eve, like I said, were in the best place ever. Perfect place with God. 
the way he, the way he designed, designed it from the very beginning. Obviously, they were the first. But once they had sinned, he said, I got to get rid of them. I got I to put them out. Now, that means, now that means if, if he's putting them out, them out what? what? They was in. They was in. Right? Right? And when you put, when you put something out, there has to be a, a boundary with, that determines what's out and what's in. Right? So right? let's look so at this. Amen. Amen. And, he said, and he said, therefore, the Lord, Lord, Lord God sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and the woman. I'll add that. And he placed, and he placed look at this, so it's so important, the boundary. The boundary. And, he and he placed at the, at the east of the, of the garden, garden of Eden cherubim and a flaming, and a flaming sword turned which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. So he, he expels them from the garden and then to make sure that they don't get back in, he sets up border patrol. You know, you know, he's flaming just flaming fire, fire in the cherub. Like, like, man, you know, you want to get hit by a cherub with a flaming sword? Oh, no. So, so, so but, but what was he protecting? The tree of life. Because look what he said in that, that one statement. Lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. That's a powerful statement. They had already sinned. Now they're in a sinful state. And he said, I I, got to expel them before they get to the tree of life. Because if they eat of the tree of life like they did of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they got the knowledge of good and evil as soon as they ate of the fruit. But if they had also had opportunity to eat of the tree of life, they would have lived forever. In a sinful condition. Separated from God in the whole nine. And he said, no, we can't have that. So I, I, I need to protect them. I got to get them out to God. Because, you know, it always baffles my mind when I talk about this, this particular area. Because he never told them not to eat of the tree of life. Never think about Never think about that? He never, he told, never them, told them, don't eat of the tree of life. He only said, don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, I don't know if he revealed to them that that particular tree would have gave them everlasting life. It does not tell us that. But I can just imagine in my mind, if they'd have got to that tree first, we'd have been in trouble. We'd have been stuck. Amen. In a sinful condition, I mean, forever. But thank God that he was able to intervene. And then let's drop over all the way to the New Testament, the Acts 17th chapter. And I want to read these passages to you, 24 to 27. It says, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither, neither is worship with man's hands as though he needeth anything, seeing he hath given to all life and breath and all things. Now, see, in other words, he's saying, I put it all together. I don't, I don't need you to worship me. 
Amen. Amen. All things are in my power. Amen. But then he goes on to say, and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Amen. So he said, I've determined it all, how far they'll go, where they'll live. I mean, I've determined all these things. And then he goes to say, that they should seek the Lord if happily they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from any one of us. What makes it clear? God controls it all. Amen. And his kingdom is not limited to one place, but it does have boundaries. That, that, that might, might seem like an oxymoron, right? right? What do you mean? It's, it's everywhere. So, so no matter where I am, I'm in the kingdom. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's there, but there's, but there's boundaries, boundaries to really get into the kingdom. See, so we've got to understand that when we're operating outside the kingdom of God, we're operating according to our own way of doing things, our own thinking and all that, our own will, our own desires. But when, in order to get into his kingdom, we've got to align ourselves, amen, to his will and his way, amen, and, and, and operate according to what he's telling us. So he makes it clear in his word that we must meet his standards. Let's look at Matthew. I'm going to hit some real scriptures here, you know, real quick for you. In Matthew 7, 21, it says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of God. But he that, what? Y'all see that? He that what? Doeth the will, all right, of my Father. And this is, you know, in, in, in the Bible, this is in red. So that's Jesus speaking. But he said, he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven, amen, many will say to me at that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? He said, we've done all these things. We, 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 we good. We, we cast out devils, amen, and, and we done healed the sick, and we raised the dead, and we did all these things. I mean, we must be operating in the kingdom. We must be, a, you know, we must have a good relationship with you, God, because we're doing all these things for you, right? And then he's looking at it, but he says, and in thy name, done, done many, many wonderful, wonderful works in his name. In his name. And, then and then I will, I will profess, profess unto them, unto them I, I never, never knew, knew you. Can you imagine that? You done all, you done done all these great works, Pastor David. David. You know, led the church for 30 years, and you laid hands, amen, and people got healed, and people got saved, and lives was changed, and you know, but when you stand before God, Pastor David, and you say, I did all these things for you, I don't want to hear him say, I never knew you. How about you? And then he goes, depart from me. He that worketh iniquity. These things just don't seem right. You did all these things, you know, and you did all this work, 
and, and when it comes down to it, he's saying, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. He had work iniquity. Other words, you did all this stuff for the kingdom, but for some reason, you never got into the kingdom. You heal, the you heal the sick. You cast, you cast out devils. All these, All these things, things in his in name. name. You know how many you know how many, know there's power in the name. The man and the devil knows that name. All his imps know that name. And they have to bow down to the name of Jesus. So realize that they're not bowing down to us. But it's the name of Jesus that that is provoking and causing these things to to come to fruition. But and he can use anybody, and anybody can, you know, with the right mindset, can use the name of Jesus. Just think about it. he used Pharaoh, he used Judas, you know. But we look at this. But when it came down to that final moment, he said, "Depart from me." Ye, ye, that work, that work iniquity. iniquity. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear, hear, well done, done my good, good and faithful, faithful servant. servant. Enter, Enter into, into my rest. My rest. That's, the That's the statement that, that I'm, I'm, I'm striving for. How about you? How about you? Enter, in Enter into my rest. rest. You know, only, you know, only the, the, the God-loving and God-fearing Christian is going to be able to make that statement and hear that statement. Enter into my rest. We all love God, but everybody don't fear him and reverence him enough to do the things that he desires us to do and to magnify his name like he deserves to be magnified. Help us, Lord. So if we want to be able to get into the kingdom, to cross the borders into God's kingdom, into his eternity, there can be no compromise in our living. No compromise in our, in our doing. Matthew 5 and 20 says this, this is what I say unto you, that except your righteousness, shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, he shall in no case, no case, enter into the kingdom of heaven. It's not going to happen. Tell somebody. not going to happen. Let's be line it up, right? Line it up for him. Amen. And operate in the way that he is calling us to operate, to be who he wants us to be. It goes, it goes on saying, and the Lord said, said behold, the man, the man is come before us, become as, as one of us. You know, think about this. When he said when he, he became, became as one of us, when they took of the fruit, he became, he became as one of us. He became knowledgeable, able to discern good and evil. And evil. So, so that statement, that statement in, itself in itself helps us, helps to, us to see that. When we stand before him, we'll be without it. Because he's given us the knowledge of the truth. 
He's given us what we needed. Amen. To stand. You know, all of us. Let me ask this question first. You got any any Jews in here? Jews. Amen. Our brother Burke. He's an, He's an exception to what I'm about to say. All of the rest of us were without hope and aliens from the kingdom of God. All of us are considered Gentiles. Amen, that means you're a non-Jew. No matter what other ethnicity you might be, you're a non-Jew. You're a Gentile, right? And, 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 and look at, look at this, this passage here. here. I'll, 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 I'll break it down. In Ephesians 2, start at 11 first. It says, Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past, time past, all right, time past, Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision, being the Jews. Amen. Amen. By that which which is called circumcision circumcision in the flesh flesh made by by hands, that at at that time time you were without Christ. Christ. Hear what I'm saying? saying? You were without Christ, being aliens from from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise. In other words, we were outside of the covenant. We were aliens. We, we, weren't we weren't citizens of the U.S. We weren't citizens of the commonwealth of Israel, Israel. amen, meaning God's, God's people. Amen. amen. We, we had no promise. He didn't owe us nothing. Not a thing. Amen. We weren't a part of the covenant. And it says, having no hope and without God in the world. A lot of people are still in that condition. Some in the church. Amen. Amen. He said, without, he said, without God, God in the world, but now in Christ Jesus, ye, ye, ye who, who sometimes were far off, off made nigh. Oh, look at what did he say? You were far off, right? Right? Are made, are made nigh, nigh by the blood of Christ. They say you're not so far away now, right? Right? For He is our peace, who made. Who have, who have made both, both one, one now he's talking about the Jew and the Gentile, and, the Gentile, and have, and have broken, broken down the middle wall of partition between us. In other words, there's no division, there's no separation anymore. We are, we are, we are in, what's that saying? They used to say in like, y'all got it. <laughs> we in there now. All right? We in there, we in, we in. We got the opportunity. We have the hope. Thank you, Jesus. We can cross, we can the, cross border, the border. We, we have a way in. We can get we can in. Get in. Amen. Because right now, amen, because right now, amen before, before Christ, Christ came, came, it was, it was no, no open border to you. No open border to me. No way to get in. Amen. But because of Christ, amen, we have an opportunity to get in. He said, having abolished in his flesh the empathy, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, talking about the two coming together again, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross. The cross. Everything, Everything, you know, when you stop and think about the Bible and history and 
everything, everything else, else everything, everything points, points to the cross. You read the Old, read the Old Testament, it's pointing to the cross. When you get to the New Testament, it's pointing back to the cross. When you look at, when you look calendar, at your calendar, what's on our calendar, calendar that we often don't write? In the year of our Lord is one thing. And also the A, the AD, and the BC. The even in the natural. Our calendar is based on the life of Christ. For him, and then after him. Somebody call him? Talk to me later. No, but before him and after him, everything points to Christ. He is our access. He is the he is the, the turning point for everything and everybody. And if we don't reach that place, we can never cross over. We can never we can never we can never get it together. But he said that, that he's done all these things for us. Amen. Removing the ordinances and all those. Let me continue here. And that he might reconcile both unto God in one. Body by the cross, cross having slain the enmity thereby, and came and, came and, and preached peace, which, which were afar off to them that were not. Okay, now look at this last statement. Here's this last part here. For through him, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Through him. Amen. Now, therefore, you're no more strength. And, and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints of the, of the household of God, Christ opened the door, the door for us to get in. He made it possible for me and you to be saved. To be saved. Without, Without that, we were lost. We were aliens. We, were aliens. we, 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 had, we had no way to get in, to get in. Yeah. amen. And then and we, we begin to, I, I begin, I begin to, look to look at this and say, wow, wow, well, well, what about, what about you, know, you know, the dreamers? Who knows who the dreamers are? I see one hand. One hand. What about, what about the dreamers? dreamers? I'm, I'm just going to go here for a minute because that's what they refer to those who were born in the U.S. to immigrants, undocumented parents. And their, and their dream is to become a U.S. citizen, but there's really no avenue that has been provided for that to happen. You know, I, 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 I look at that, and I think about, well, what about the, the children that were born in the church? Yes, yes, Lord. Have they grabbed hold of? And, 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 and seeing the opportunity for them, because being born in the U.S. is not an avenue. I mean, even when we look at all the, the Constitution and everything, our constitutional fathers never addressed this issue in the Constitution. And it has yet to be settled in the court, even the Supreme Court. So there's a lot of struggle between how do the dreamers, those who were born here, to undocumented parents become citizens. And it's a struggle, and it's a big thing that's going on that sometimes we don't pay attention to the news, but I do. But I'm looking at this, and I think about the dreamers, or, or the, let me, let me say it like this, those that were born into the church, amen, but they haven't made a decision for Christ. On their own. On their own. They're, here They're here because 
Their parents, their parents brought them. Brought them. They're, here they're here because they don't want, they don't want to get them in get trouble. in trouble. I can't even, I can't even begin imagine. to imagine, you know, our, you know, our, our children. My, nah, my, my, my kids, kids already knew. You're going to church. You know, as they got older, as long as you're in this house, everything in this house. Go to church. Then when they had friends stay over, I had one of them had a little friend stay over one time. She said she was going to church. I went downstairs and said, excuse me. Everything up in here go to church. And that's, that's, and that's, that's, that's what that's what I stand on. I'm like, no, everything up in here going to church. I mean, even at one point we had a conversation with Dad Blackburn because he had something that he had planned on the Sunday to go do some work. He called and told Pastor Linda, told me, and so I went downstairs. And I said, what's going on? We all go to church. And, you know, I, I was respectful. But I said, I hope this never happens. Because there's a standard. But what about those children? You know, we can do all we try, all we strive to do, but they have to come to a place for themselves to realize the value and the importance of making that commitment and that step for themselves. You can't get in because mom and daddy say. No. 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 And he ain't got no stepkids either. The only way you're going to get in, regardless of your parents' status or position or salvation, you got to do it for yourself. So children, I hope y'all hear me up in here. You got to do it for yourself. Amen. You can't say, well, I got to, you know, my ticket's already been punched or I got to leg up because my dad is the pastor or my mom needs worship. No, 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 no. None of that counts. That don't count for you. No, just, no, just like, it's, like it's, 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 unlike the U.S. law and constitutions, it's not ambiguous in the Word of God. Every man has got to do it for himself. Amen. You can't get there because of mama and dad. Right? Right? You know, so I, I look at this. I mean, there's so much to unpack here. Let's go to Ephesians 4 and 7. 17. The, the, this, I this I say therefore and testify in the Lord, in the Lord that ye henceforth walk, walk not as other Gentiles, Gentiles walk. Now he's telling us, you're a Gentile, you're a Gentile but, but I'm, I'm telling you, don't walk like they walk. Because why? Look, you, you want to get, get in? And, and, and furthermore, you want to stay in? Right? Okay, he's going to walk. In the vanity of their mind, having their understanding darkened and being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them. Because, because of the blindness of their, of their hearts. He said, don't, he said, don't, don't, don't do it. I mean, I, mean, you know, I was thinking, you know, I was, you know, I was just thinking in my mind of, of all the people that we see in the news. All these different things that are going on in the world. You know, the shootings, amen, and all the, the, the gender Issues, identity issues, and all this, and I begin to really think about what's going on. You know, you know, and this is what I came up with. It's not a scientific study, but this is what I came up with: is they don't know God like they need to know God. It's simple. You know, they 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 don't they don't know Him, or maybe they don't believe His Word like they need to believe His Word. 
can't make can't it, make it no simpler than that. You know, because you know, because reason, yeah, and the reason I say believe, believe his word like they need to, because we have churches, amen, amen that are embracing the same crazy stuff that's going on in the world. Amen. 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 Yet, but yet, they've, they've found, found a way, a way to, nullify to nullify the word of the word God, God and, 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 and make it fit their, their desires. desires. Amen. Amen. So, so that I can be a, 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 a gay or, or homosexual and I can still lead a church of the living, of the living God. God. You know, and, and, and but that doesn't muster with God. It does. I mean, you got to you got to cancel out a lot of his word in order to. Make that make work. That work. <laughs> and, 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 you know, you might as well, I want people get saved in my ministry. Lord, 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 Lord I've, I've done this and I've done that. Depart, Depart from, from me. me. You that work iniquity. It wasn't you that saved them. It was my word. It wasn't you that healed them or delivered them. It was my name. See, we got to get it right. And don't think because you see things going on that you okay. No more, no more than I can say because I got a nice house and a nice car. My salvation is intact. They got people that don't even know about God. Got more than I got. So we can't base it on our stuff. It all comes back to loving God and fearing Him with a reverential fear that He's the God that is not going to accept our interpretation of his word. His word. Amen. Amen. But we gotta, but we gotta come, right. come right. We gotta, you know, we gotta, you know, about, you know no borders. Cause you ain't, you ain't going, there's no way you can't sneak around the back door. You know, uh, you know, we, we see the videos of, you know, them digging under the, the border wall or going around the wall. And, you know, because the wall is there to make them go where? To the proper entrance, to do the proper paperwork and submit the proper forms and come in the right way. And God, and God says, I have, I have an impenetrable king. king. You can't get around it. You can't get under it. You can't get over it. And the only way into it is through Christ. You got to come in at the door. You got to come in the right way. Amen. And when we do that, then all is well. As well. So we begin so to look at that, amen. But he said, don't follow him. Then he goes on to say, you know, he talks about the blindness of their hearts. Our hearts, what's the scripture say about our hearts? Evil. Our hearts are deceitfully wicked. Amen. And one, one, one verse here, it's wicked above all things. So when we say, oh, well, I, it, it's good I'm in, in my heart. I got peace in my heart. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> It don't mean nothing. The thief got peace as long as he don't get caught. The murderer got peace as long as he don't get caught. I mean, peace don't your peace. What we need, whose peace do we need? Thank you, His peace. Because you might have peace with something, but God ain't got no peace with it. Amen. But he said, who being past feelings have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you, but you or ye, as it says there, have not so learned Christ. Christ. Now he's reminding, reminding us, that's, that's not who you are. That's not, that's where, not I where I want you. So, so I mean, if, I mean, if so, so be that ye have heard him and have been, and have been taught by him, him as the as truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversations, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, 
and, and be, renewed be renewed in the spirit of your, of your mind, and, and put ye and that ye put, put on the new man, which after, which after God is created in righteousness and, righteousness and true holiness. In other words, in other words get, it get it together. Get it together, Saint. You know, you, you know, gotta, we got to get our heart and our, and our mind out of the way and grab hold of the Word of God, of God. Amen. Amen. and let it be what governs our thoughts, our actions, our plans, and yet continuing as He blesses us because He said, you know, that He would that we prosper and be in health even as He wants you to prosper, but He said, as your soul prospers. And that's talking about your soul in Him prospering in His ways and His will. And he lets us know, and once we get there, we must continue to do it his way. Amen. You ever seen someone get something from God, and and next thing you know, they go on left? I have. Amen. Colossians 1, 21, it says this. And you that were sometime alienated from, alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, Yet now, Yet now have he reconciled, he reconciled in, the in the body of his flesh, flesh through death, that, that to, present to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. He did all this to give us the, give us the opportunity to make, to make it in. But then we look what he says in verse 23. If, if you, everybody say that with me, if, if you continue, continue in the faith, in the faith Grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven. Paul's laying it down right there. said, you heard it, you got set free, you got delivered, you had access into the kingdom. Amen. The only way to get through this border here because there's going to be, you know, some that don't make it. But he said, if you continue to do what you've been taught, continue to walk in what you've heard, continue, then you're going to be all right. But to know it and to not do it, You know, I, I think about the passage that, that talks about him that know to do good and do it not. Then he shall be with many. Many. And I, God don't want that for nobody. I mean, it's just that saying, he don't want that for nobody. I don't want that for nobody. And I'm not even God. See, as we, we as Gentiles, Really need, really need to heed his word. Because, because heaven, is, heaven prepared is a prepared place for prepared, for prepared people. Everybody, everybody ain't going. Everybody, everybody ain't getting in. Although, he said, whosoever will. Everybody's, everybody's not, not going to make the cut. And it's not, and it's not God's, God's fault. But he's done, he's done everything possible to make it, to make it as easy as possible. If we're, if we're willing to, to do, it do it his way. But, but the reason, the I, reason said I said we as Gentiles really need to pay attention to what he's saying. Comes out of, comes this, out of this passage, and I always, and I always look at this passage and think about it. And, and that's in Romans 11, 25, 27. For I would For I not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this, of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your, in own, your own conceit, 
that blindness, that blindness in, part in part has happened. Now, what, what, now, what did he say? Blindness, blindness in, in part, part has happened. You know, and I you think know, about, I think about our, our, our trip to Israel, and we, we had the, you know, the guide, and he could quote scripture. He could tell you all the Bible stories, characters. We went to the different exhibits in different places, and he could tell us the history about it all. But when it came down to talking to him about Jesus being the Son of God, he couldn't hear it. He couldn't hear it, although he knew the Bible better than some of us. And, 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 and that's what he's talking about. The blindness has happened to Israel in part until, until the fullness of the, of the Gentile become in. That's the part, that's the part that scares me. And I don't even say it scares, scares and, 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 and I'm afraid. But that's, but that's the, the part that really gets my attention. Is because, is because he said, their, their eyes have been blinded for a season. Partially for season for the sake of the Gentile. But then it not only that, but he says, until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. That lets me know that there is a point, there is a measure, there is, if I can say this, a number of Gentiles that God is allowing into the kingdom. And we, you know, don't have we don't have time to, to you, know, you know, be be messing around, messing around. because the because days, the days getting are getting short, and if you're gonna get in, now is the only opportunity. Because once that door to door the Gentiles is shut, look what he said. And so, and so all Israel, Israel shall be saved, as it is written. See, so once See, so that that door, the opportunity for you and me as Gentiles is closed, God's gonna turn His attention to the Jews. He's going to open their, their eyes, eyes the, ones the ones that have been blinded, the ones that can't see and don't receive Jesus, Jesus then, they then they will because he'll allow them to be able to see it. And he goes, and on, he goes on to say, and so all Israel, everybody say everybody all Israel, shall be saved as it is written. Because why? God promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob a covenant with them. But he goes on to say, amen. There shall come out of Zion the deliverer and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. Thank you, Lord. For this is my covenant unto them when I shall take away their sin. He's going to make a way once the Gentile opportunity sees here, whatever you want to call it, for the Gentiles has come to a full That door is going to be shut. It should be quiet. You think, am I going to make the cut? You know, I think about that. God has set aside, amen, a number. And we don't know what that number is. Amen. We don't know when it's going to be fulfilled. But we know it is. Amen. And it's going to happen. So we got so to make up in our mind. I Do I want to make it in? Make it in? Look what he says in the Acts 15. On the 13th verse. And, says, and after they had, after they had held their peace, James answered, saying, Men and brethren, hearken unto me. Simon hath declared how God 
at the, at first, the first did visit the Gentiles. He said, to take out of them a people for his name. That's us. Again, he's, he's letting us know. Before he went and dealt everything else, he set aside a time. Bring out Gentiles. You and I. So that we can be saved. This isn't like this in the in the in the amplified. And when he had finished talking, James replied, "Brethren, listen to me. Simon Peter has rehearsed how God first visited the Gentiles to take out of them a people to bear and honor His name. To bear and honor His name. To bear and honor His name. Let me say that again." To bear and honor his name. Talking about the Gentiles that are being saved. So we would bear his name, the name of Christ, and we would live in a way that brings honor to his name. That's a, high, that's a heavy charge. Isn't it? To help us, Lord. We're going to be there. Because God loves us. And he's made a way, man, that you and I can get in because there's no open border to heaven. You just can't come, you know, skipping in with all kind of stuff, all kind of issues, doing things your way and not God's way, my way and not God's way. Amen. Because, you know, like I said earlier, if, if we would get it and we would understand the opportunity that's set before us, I mean, if the Gentiles nations would understand what God is doing right now, we would see a horde of people really coming that would dwarf what we see happening on our southern border. If people really understood the opportunity that's laid out before them, but you know, everybody wants to go to heaven, and then then we want to put everybody in heaven, amen. But everybody ain't going to heaven, and we can't put nobody there, right? Right. So we got to make up in our mind, amen. That first of all, my first responsibility is to get myself, right? Right. To to line myself up. With my, with my creator, his ways, and his will. And then, and then I mean, because I don't know how to help somebody else if I ain't even got myself together. Right? Right? You know, I, you know, I, you know it, it would be a shame that I could. Huh? Yeah, I, I think about that past. I did this and I did that and I did it. Yeah, you did. You helped them. You blessed them. You, you, you pointed them in the right direction. But for some reason, you didn't follow through yourself. Huh? What Paul said, lest I myself be a, a cast. I've, I've done all these things and all this good, and i got all this understanding and all this knowledge, you and me, of the Word of God, but we don't apply it or we, we dumb it down or we, we rearrange it to fit our will, our needs, our desires, and expect God's going to come by and endorse it. He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. He's looking for us to line up. Acts 15 and 17. Let's stop down to 17 verse. That the residue of men might seek after the Lord, and all Gentiles upon whom my name is, saith the Lord, who doeth all these things. In other words, doing the things that I told them to do. 
that they find find themselves coming to to a place. place. Mm. Help us, us, Lord. Lord. Our last last verse, Matthew Matthew 5. 5. I'm going to read this one again. 4, 5, and 20. It's for, I say unto you, that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness. They were were, were, were the ones that, you know, they try to do everything according to the letter of the law and all this, and they put yoke and weight upon other people, amen, that they weren't even trying to do themselves. He said, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. I want to make it. I, I want to be able, able to cross that border, that border amen, amen, and, and, know, and that know that I'm in and remain, and remain in the kingdom of God, of God amen. Because that's, that's, that's a, a, a border that, that he has, Christ came and died to make, to make available for you and I. Now we can, now we can, we can scurry all, all around this world, his world, amen, and have access to everything else. But there's only one way into his kingdom. Like I said before, you can't go around it, you can't go under it or over it. You got to go in at the door. And you got to continue to walk the ways that God has called us to walk. Amen. And he said if he would just seek him first, he'll give us all the things. All these things. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his stuff. Oh, he said his righteousness. That all these, these things can be added unto you. He, he, he knows the desires of our heart. Amen. And, and sometimes, sometimes the things that we're, we're striving and we're desiring, and ain't nothing wrong with them. Not at all. It'd be awesome. But we got to keep God in it. We got we to allow Him to lead us and direct us and guide us. Amen. And then on after all that, give Him the glory. So we can bear and honor his name. How you do How that? You do that? All, by All by the help of the Lord. How you manage, How you manage to get to this place and that place? All because of the Lord Jesus. Help and strength and his power. See, that's how we give honor to him. But when we don't, then we're taking it upon ourselves. I think about Nebuchadnezzar. The Lord warns him, the next time you take credit, and he told him because, you know, never because I kept on saying, look what I've done. I've done this and I've done that. And, I've done. and the Lord said, one more time, if I can paraphrase. One more time, take my credit, take my glory. And he went on and, and continued and, and forgot. And the Bible said before the words could even finish coming out of his mouth, he was struck down and lost his king. And he ran around like an animal for seven years. And his nails grew long like claws. And he's rooting around like an animal. Amen. God said, I got to get his attention. And once he came to himself, he never did it again. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. I don't know. Maybe that's what the boy got to do to sum it up. Get our attention. And I say this. If that's what it takes to get my attention. Whatever it takes to keep my attention and my focus on him. Lord, Lord, have your way. Think about how he said it. He told them in, in the New Testament, you know, he, he said, leave them alone, the buffeting of their flesh that their soul might be saved. Sometimes he'll let you go through something to keep your attention just to bring you back to him. 
because he wants to get you in the kingdom. He wants to let you know that there's still time, there's still opportunity. Let's stand. There's still opportunity for you and for me, and we don't want to miss that opportunity because we got sidetracked and distracted by the shiny objects of the world. Things that the world is offering. They're okay. No, no, God, they first. The desires of our flesh. As long as we're doing it according to God's way and God's word. All right. Got to keep him first. Got to keep our focus in the right place. You can't drive from here to Seattle looking at everything on the side of the road. Not watching where you're going. Say, keep your eye on Jesus. Keep your eye on his word and the rest will fall in place if we just trust we believe so if you're here this morning amen and you've been distracted amen and you, you want to get back in that place that you need to be and I'm really saying this with all all importance I guess not urgency that's the word I'm looking because we don't know when the door is going to close for the Gentiles we don't, know we don't know when our opportunity to be right and to be able to cross into his kingdom for real is going to end. So if you're here and you're struggling, amen, I invite you to come to the home. I invite you to say, Lord, I need to refocus. Yes, there's shiny objects all around me. Things that are pulling me to the left and to the right, and it looks good and it sounds good, but if it's not your will, Lord, take it away. Lord, take it away. I, I, I want to, I want to put you first. And if that thing is for me, I know you can still give it to me. But I'm putting you first, God, above all else, because I don't know, I don't know the number of my days. Yes, you know my name, God. You know all about me. You know I'm distracted. Even though I may not want to admit it to myself, you know I'm distracted. So, Father, as we pray right now, you know your children. You know those things that are trying to pull them out of your, out of your kingdom. Pull them out of your ways and your will. Those things, Lord, that are causing them to, to stumble at times. And they even fall. I pray right now in the name of Jesus. I pray right now in the name of Jesus. That you would meet them right where they are, God. Lord, and by your spirit, in your general outstretched hand, God, that you would lead and guide and direct them right back into the place that you want them to be. As they yield to you and as they yield to your word, God. If they, stay, if they stand here today saying, I'm in the need of direction. I'm in the need of prayer. I'm in the need of help. Because I see and I recognize, I acknowledge there's things in my life that are separating me, that are distracting me, that are pulling and calling me away from the best path possible. Help us, Lord, to find our way to that straight and narrow path, God. That your word says that 
many are going to seek it, but only few are going to find it. Lord, I want to be in the few. To find it, God, and to, to stay on that way, all the way into your kingdom, all the way into an eternity with you. Lord, we see so many people coming, wanting to be here, God, but I'm, I'm striving to be in your kingdom. But the United States and all it has to offer has nothing to give me compared to what you're offering. Nothing. That it even hold a candle. But it is that you set before. We thank you right now for the opportunity to get in where there's no open board. The opportunity to cross over into your kingdom, God, with your blessing and with your help that we might be able to continue to stand. I pray for those that are at this altar. I pray for those, Lord, that are in this room. Lord, that your spirit would speak to our hearts and our minds, Lord. Lord, we wouldn't cast this word off, God, and we would understand that everything ain't going to make it in. Everything that glitters is not gold. Everything that, that, that shines in front of me is not for me. It not, may not be sinful, but it's unlawful for me. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you could have your way. Break down the stronghold. Speak to the heart of men and women, God. Let your spirit do what only it can do. Draws closer and closer to you. That we might find our peace in you, our satisfaction in you, our hope in you. Because you're the only one that will last. We thank you and we pray right now these things. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God is able. He is more than able.